Yo, 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 episode four, The Late Bloomers, special episode, rest in peace, Larry Fisherman, Y.O. the King, OGEs, follow me at Eating With Ease on Instagram. It's a tough episode, but we're going to get through it, you know what I mean, rest in peace to a legend. I want to, um, I want to read y'all some stuff that I wrote about Mac. You know, I had the opportunity to do some work with him, to make a track with him, to meet him, share a, share a session with him. I wrote um I wrote something down on Twitter. Um, I'm gonna just read a little bit of it to you. I'm gonna read y'all the whole thing. My nigga, I shed so many tears, but you're a legendary guy, and that's real. Looking back at it, you've been one of the realest niggas and one of the few but legendary collaborators. I wrote a bunch of shit, but it deleted. Always held on to the track you and Aside did. You, me, and Aside did. He gave it to me for my first project, No Frills. And I hit it in the bonus track because I wanted niggas to dig. Because I knew it was a diamond. Because you's a legendary nigga and so is he. I gave you my session when you first came to Philly eight years ago. That was one of the best things I ever did. We smoked the Afghan Kush on the balcony. Side threw us the oop with the track from Rich Reynolds. The stew was crazy packed. Larry Gold's usually would be me and Sides, but that particular night was legendary. As I was on my way, my engineer called me and said you would be pulling up and if it was okay to hop in on a session. I obliged. You had great energy and always was a graceful artist, a great listener. You listened to us all night, tell us our stories, and you won in and did your thing on the verse. It was a legendary night. I met Wiz at the Roots picnic that following summer and told him the story about that night. I got so caught up in telling him I forgot to spit the 16 for the nigga. I ain't hollered at you maybe once or twice since then, but you always had my support and prayers. I'm glad I got the chance to thank you, my nigga. I'm glad you was around. You was always around. We was always in the hood. Mac Miller used to be in North Philly with a bad bitch on a daily. For all y'all niggas who don't know and was wondering if his hood pass had ever been stamped. The last time I talked to him, I was about to catch an orange line train downtown. Once again, you kept it real, showed love, kept an open line, and that's why you a legend. God bless the dead, and I'm glad to be a part of the life and spirit of you and your music catalog. So, you know what I mean? I want to, you know. R.I.P. Mac Miller. We're going to uh, give a moment of silence to Mac Miller. This one really hurt. Like, he was only 26 years old. And that's that's crazy because he had a – I feel like he had 10 years in the game. I guess it was a, it was about to be 10. And we're just going to give a moment of silence to Mac Miller. So we just wanted to start this episode off right, you know, and pay respects to a legend. You know what I'm saying? He made it to the 27 Club. I remember distinctly in the studio, you know, beside, beside my man, he's always going by the moniker of Young 27, the theory in which most legendary people in the music game die on or, be, or before their 27th birthday. You know what I'm saying? And Asad is the first person I really heard, you know, he, he put this theory on himself. I guess he felt that in his bones of being one of himself. So just me being in the presence of that, you know, I always heard the conversations. I've even had many of those conversations with Asad about 
you know, the young 27 type shit. But to have that conversation with Mac Miller and for him to die on his 26th birthday, I mean, a lot of people were sad, but I'm sitting here really, really thinking if he really passed and felt like his life was fully fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Because they was definitely on that type time of, you know, the Kurt Cobains, the Janis Joplin's, the Amy Winehouse type, you know what I mean? Like, right. Young 27 Club. And I also included that on my Twitter posts. Um, at the end of this episode, we, we're going to attach a bonus track that that we did, one of Mac's first recordings ever in Philly. It was uh, from that night that I spoke about. We made that track as um, Rich Reynolds produced it. Asai put it together and we all we all did our thing and they let me, you know, they let me close it out and I did my thing in the one take, man, the pack in the pack studio. So with that being said, rest in peace to a goat. Yeah, I mean it's been a pleasure and thank you. This episode of the late bloomers, we gonna get into this DC Chick-fil-A fight. Yeah, Yo, listen, man. <laughs> we was just praising Chick-fil-A and we were talking about I was telling you it's a difference between city Chick-fil-A's and OT Chick-fil-A's. And I mean, DC not a city, but it wasn't in the county. I'm telling yeah. you, that was in yeah. that was in DC. Yeah. And I feel bad because first of all, it's a Chick-fil-A employee beating up a patron. So that's crazy in itself. Mm-hmm. But then it's an older gentleman. So it's like, you know it's two wrongs involved in that. For him, for you to get your ass whooped in Chick-fil-A, you had to be wrong. I, and for you to be like senior citizen level age yes. and get trashed in a Chick-fil-A yes. by a Chick-fil-A employee, they, that means you had to be in the wrong. So you had soon. to clearly be in the wrong. You had to throw... A Chick-fil-A sauce on somebody. Yes. It you know had to be vile. It had to be it a vile experience. It had to be vile. You had to have pulled your dick out on the man. This is this is the this is the underworld of fast food culture. Niggas took you there real quick. And we told you prior that Chick-fil-A is one of the classiest fast food establishments. It's super classy. So for it this to see that level of Chick-fil-A displayed, you know that the cut like without knowing anything involved. It's like it's like me being the judge and the Chick Fil A employees is the law. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm right. siding with the law every time as the judge and as as a Chick Fil A patron. I know that nobody in the nobody that works at Chick Fil A is bringing that type of energy. You have to bring that energy. To yeah, them. nobody's violating the code. No. All the workers at Chick Fil A they treat that like a career. They respect it. Niggas got serious fast food benefits, nigga. Niggas, that is the real. I feel like Chick-fil-A employees got a 401k, nigga. Like, it's a different world. So you had to be coming in there. If niggas is coming from behind the joint and they whooping your ass in Chick-fil-A, nigga, they defending the honor of Chick-fil-A. Right. Yeah, they not worried about you or your money. Matter of fact, your money is no longer welcome. Your nigga. money ain't welcome. You did something wrong. You did something wrong, nigga. That's, <laughs> that's our take on it. I don't know the details, but <laughs> just from what I've seen, I have to believe that old head was in the wrong. He was and in the wrong. He had to be super in the wrong because even, even if you was wrong and you elderly, you don't deserve to get your ass whipped because right. you elderly. Right. So it's like you really had to be wilding for it to get there. Damn. My uncle whooped the old. My uncle violated his parole one time, 
and whooped the old head ass. And I wish I had you to give me that backdrop then, because I was just like, why did he do that? Right. But you, he had to do something for a nigga to violate his parole. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because I remember somebody was just quoting the joke, like, um, quoting the Chris Rock joke where he's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. It's some women who need to get hit by men, but you don't do it. It's some old dudes that you want to push down the flight of but stairs, you don't do but it. you don't do it. Right. Doug, if you, had to, do, for that. If you had to do it, I mean, that means you really was in the wrong. Um, And keeping it on that fight energy, first let me... um. Let's pop this bottle. Let's pop this bottle for Mac Miller. That's, you know that's for us... Halfway there to being a legit podcast. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Episode four. We you on know, episode four. We had a little bit of static today to get this episode off the ground. But we here. We here. It's episode four. And like like I said, keeping the fight energy, let's address this uh, Nikki and Cardi altercation. I mean, Cardi's fed up, man. She's fed up. We need to read that. We need to read that statement she put out. Read the statement. Read I the saw statement, the statement. She's fed up. She's she's fed up. Like Nikki, and this is what I anticipated too. I saw Nikki trying to keep it cordial, keep it cordial, but this seems like it was all a part of her plan. Because before she dropped Queen, she was like, "Oh, it's dead." If you remember, she tried to make a truce with Remy Ma, with with Cardi, and then Cardi said, and she said, "Oh, it's cool. Like we good. If you good." I'm, if you good, I'm good because we, in my eyes, Cardi's saying we never had a problem. But now, you know, Nikki, she's on her Trump, she's on her Trump-esque promo run, promoting her album. She's been on a tear lately, coming at all the top shots Travis Scott, and in this case, Cardi, you know what I mean? And Cardi is like, listen, I still rumble, bitches. I told you in my bars. I told you. Right. We could really have it. So are you talking about me or is you not talking about me? Because me and Hennessy, we ready to go at it. You know what I'm saying? We ready to go at you and Raleigh. You feel what I'm saying? It's crazy because Cardi B was the aggressor and Nicki Minaj is not pressing charges, but Cardi B left with a little lump lump. She left with a lump lump, but who knows why? I mean, somebody you know in Nicki Entourage gave her that. Like, you know what I'm saying? She bumped, she bumped into somebody's situation. Right. But Cardi B basically said that, you know what I mean, Nikki got all this shit to say. She talking real tight, tough, spicy on wax, right. on and, uh, on radio. Right. As soon as she see her in person, it's not that same energy. And she's saying that, you know what I mean, what we all know, the industry is fake. Like, and right. it's, it's entertainment. If you don't know what she said, this is what she said. I've let your, her. What's your, Nikki, uh, what's your Cardi B impersonation? Let's hear it. I let a lot of shit slide. I let you sneak diss me. I let you lie on me. I let you attempt to stop my bags, fuck up the way I eat. You threaten other artists in the industry. Told them if they work with me, you'll stop fucking you stop fucking with them. I let you talk big shit about me. I addressed you once in person. I addressed you a second time in person. And every time you cop the plea. But when you mention my child, you choose to... You choose to like comments about me as a mother, make comments about my abilities to take care of my daughter. That's when all bets are fucking off. Mm. I've worked too hard and came too far to let anybody fuck on my success. Mm. Bitches talk all that shit in their raps, but in real life, they pussy. Mm. This shit really is for entertainment. Yep. That's what Cardi had to say about Nikki. 
You know what I'm saying? That was it's exclamation points on that entertainment. It's exclamation points on the last seven lines of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it like, really when she said bitches talk all that shit, and that shit really made me really think about that. Like that's some true shit. Like, right? It's all entertainment. It's all entertainment, and that's what it is. And unfortunately, I mean, you don't want it to go beyond the fight level, but sometimes it do need to go to the fight level. And the uh... yo, cheers to letting that shit go to the. It needs to go to the fight level. At least this is what I like about joints, because Pusha T and Drake. They got to squash shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, let's let's have it out. You know what I mean? But they gave the bars up. But the, this is a different situation. You know why? Because the women need to learn a little bit from the men in this situation. And if it's really a thing. But, Cardi, you have it out on wax. But, like Cardi said, Nikki violated. So we can't have it out on wax. Right. I feel, like Cardi, it out in, I feel like Cardi B has fell back until shit was mentioned about her daughter. Somehow her daughter is involved in this shit. And that's where... She is drawing the fucking line of this right. bullshit. Right. And As she should. Right. As she should. You know what I mean? But for Nikki, you know, I don't know how, the, you know, people is feeling about this Queen album because, you know, Cardi is a favorite. And I think Nikki might have really fucked up right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think she might have really fucked up because this might be, you know what I mean? This is just too, it's too much for people who was already fucking with Cardi. Fucking with her, and then you know Cardi got Cardi and Offset together. They got the whole, they got this whole thing on lock. I'm not saying that Nicki doesn't, but I'm saying that Nicki don't need that type of publicity. That's all I'm saying. And the fact that she's seeking it, I'm like, she feels the need to be powered by or empowered by the Trump shit. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no method to her madness to me. Right. You know what I'm saying it's like she's throwing haymakers basically. Yeah, she flowing a little loose. Like, I mean, people are seeing the drinks in the armor. She a little nervous. Like, shout out to Meek Mill for seeing it first. Because Meek, 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 Meek Mill said that's he can't be played for no sucker. Talking about Nikki. So he can't, he can't let that happen. And ever since then, it's been, you know, Nikki being a, as Charlemagne said, a sore winner. Like, you, it's, it's fucked up when you're a rich hater, man. But, Let's talk this new shit, man. Let's get into some more positive shit. Uh, Kanye's been reaching back, man. Kanye apologized to Drake. You know what I'm saying? But he came back with a a strong visual and, and bridging the gap with the young generation, with the youth, with Lil Punk. Hold on. Before that, we got because we missed it. We Kanye went back to Chicago. He went back to Chicago. He went back to Chicago. He had to do a little photo op. He... Uh, he went on. Uh, he went on the uh, radio up there yeah. and broke down, apologized for shit. Yeah. He trying to get back with the community. Yeah, and shout out to Trippy Red for calling out Kanye to come back to Chicago. But he told Kanye, he said Kanye need to come back to Chicago and donate some hospitals because he said when somebody gets shot in Chicago, it's only one hospital that that can take patients that got shot, and it's like 45, 45 minutes away from everything each way. Right. You know what I mean? So the fact Kanye clearly that's heard how, that. Uh, that's how uh, Benji had died. Mm. But go ahead. Yeah, so Kanye, you know, is being kind of political, responding to it in that way. I didn't... What was the photo op for? The photo op was just, you know what I'm saying? Let you know I'm home. I'm with the... Mm. He had consequence out there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's still... That's he's some good to be, friends. Like He's trying to cleanse his soul. 
yeah. Kanye's on a soul cleansing tour. Right. If if you go back to the previous episodes, I'm not sure which one. I predicted that we could get a throne too. Ladies and gentlemen, from my sources tell me we saw Jesus confirmed. Throne two on the way for Throne Kanye. two on and the that's, way. That's something that, that that's something that gets us excited, man. That's like I mean, watch the throne was a was a wave for us. Like we really enjoyed Definitely. that shit. And that's what the best of both worlds was supposed to be. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like why you put it like that? That's the best of both worlds on Yes, that's you the, know what I'm saying. That's what the best of both worlds supposed to be. You were supposed yes. to get a, it was a hot album. Yes. You were supposed to get the heated tour. Yo, shot this man. We every episode we shot now, Jay Z man. Goddamn. I mean, Throne Two is is Jay Z well, and look, Kanye, you right? Me so. back. Hold on, let me. All my niggas. I'm sure these niggas is they they young ain't old enough to remember. Uh, you know the the Hove and Kells, and now I gotta give Hove another another pound, another that. He carried R. Kelly for both of them Jones. Definitely. He carried it, he and carried that, him. And that's just his karma because Beyonce carried him through Ooh, the cards. So, what you know, intersect. You know what I'm so I what mean, and through this tour too. Wow. Through multiple tours. On the run. So and he on carried the, the R and B great and then he's his wife swept him away into the abyss yes. of, of pop stardom. Yes. And carries him every night on tour and lets him stumble through his old freestyles. I don't know if he's stumbling, but she's carrying him. Yeah. Like he's not stumbling, but he's It's he, whole remembering all the They say a midget standing on a giant shoulders can see much further than the giant. He's the midget on the shoulders, <laughs> dog. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So, Beyonce is carrying Hove at this point in his career. A lot of niggas wouldn't disagree with that. A lot of niggas wouldn't disagree with that. But let's stay with Kanye. Kanye went home. We Kanye got Throne 2 coming. Throne 2 coming. And we got this I Love It with Lil Pump. And I ain't going to hold you. That joint is crazy. I listened to it a couple of times. And I love it. You previewed like, it for I, me. Right I, I, like, I like it. The video is... He previewed it for me right before the video the is eclectic. I mean, yeah. shout out to Adele Givens too. We can't, yeah. we can't go through without mentioning her. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I really enjoyed the new Kanye track. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm fucking with it. Also, that was Adele Givens in the video. Yeah, Ooh, I need a piece. She looking young. She looking young. Right. She keeping her thing together. She vegan. And also, there was a, Kanye is pushing so much. He pushing so. He trying to normalize so much shit. And also, he was the like curator, or like he uh, had creative control over the Pornhub Awards and wow. shit, and dropped some some corny ass teas on Yeezy Supply that's seventy five dollars a tea. They ain't for you though. I mean, they for me, but I mean, they not for me. They, I, I, <laughs> I I fuck with a couple of the uh, star starlets he had on the teas, but I don't fuck with the artwork like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But. That's neither here nor there. I hear you, man. It's September eighth right now, and uh, we know the biggest, the biggest thing of the day is the Danny Garcia, Sean Porter uh, matchup for the welterweight title. And you know, we got Danny Garcia. We we live from Philly, so we, we live got... from Philly, so we got to mention that. And we, you know, he is the people's favorite, people's champ. So we got him winning it. I got him winning it by knockout. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, uh, I just got him winning. I don't know how. I see. I just feel like Sean Porter, he's too aggressive for a po- a pocket fighter 
like Garcia, who likes when people, he's waiting for a shot. And if you're going to give him multiple openings for a shot, he's known for catching niggas and sitting them down. So, like, we're going to see what kind of chin uh, Sean Porter has tonight. You know what I mean? Because if he's coming, I'm pretty sure he's not going to rush Danny Garcia if he knows better. Even if he tries to rough him up, if he gets to a point where he's trading punches with Danny Garcia, his Danny Garcia's combination game is too mean for Sean Porter. You know what I'm saying? If Sean Tyler. Porter does not have a dip game, he's clearly been caught. Right. He's been caught a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to Danny Garcia, always holding Philly down. Um, shout out to PNB Rock and Tevin Farmer, since we in the boxing world, in the Philly world. They just opened up a new spot in the Piazza called Teasers. Apparently, is a gentleman's social club. That's a big thing, man. It's not a lot of those in the city and so forth. It's and one, it's one in the Piazza. Like, that's, that's crazy. Critical. And it's, it's critical. Is they showing it's pussy? critical. See, that's, that's where that's, I don't that's, know. That's what, that's I don't what you know. don't know, and that's where we got to do a live episode with Teasers. We're going to do a live episode from Teasers. Or at Shout least. out to Bam Say No More. Shout out to the whole New Lane Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? We support y'all. We love y'all. It's Philly. You know what I mean? Danny Garcia should be victorious tonight. He need to be so he could, you know, Sean Porter's a big name in the WBC and just the, the welterweight division as it stands. You know what I mean? So shout out to them. You the moderator this episode. I'm going to just throw that out there. So we we rolling with your punches, dog. We rolling with my punches. I got a lot of shit to talk about in no specific order. I met a lady yesterday, I, and we jumped, we jumped right into fast food culture so fast today, no pun intended, with the Chick-fil-A fight. Yeah. But look, I got a different side of that world for you, man. I got the, the couponing culture for you. Okay. I met the ultimate couponer yesterday at the market. They was going in? They was going in. I saw, I met her, she was loading 52 boxes of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> she was... She loaded fifty-two boxes of cereal in 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 the trunk. I I asked her. I proceeded to ask her how did this go down. She told me, "Well, listen, Giant was having a sale where cereal was ninety-nine ninety-eight cent. I had a a dollar ninety-eight coupon off a of buy one get two <laughs> manufacturer's coupon. Right somewhere in between the lines, she skated away." With fifty two boxes on with, the eye, with fifty two boxes for twelve dollars and forty eight cents, killed them. Killed them. She shut down. She shut down the line. What kind of cereal giant. was it though? She could only so somehow she could. It was honey nut cherry. It was a honey nut Cheerios. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> shout out to KG. Don't shout out Lala's. No power in this. No disrespect to Mellow. Mellow been doing his thing in workouts, but ooh. It was a Honey Nut Cheerio wow. Lucky Charms and Cheerios Blendini. And she gave your boy three boxes on the eye. Just off the stretch. Off yeah, of such me, a good day. Off of my interview, off of my interrogation of her, she gave me three boxes and more game. And I asked her, I said, listen, do you do this all the time? She says, I got the block popping. I got the block popping off my coupon and credibility. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, I understand. That means that she got more than she can handle. Like that means that 
young boys come through the crib and just be like, can I have this? And she like, well, I mean, we not going to use this. I, you definitely can. I also want to shout out Giant because they told me that they were prepared for her to do that. Right. They shut down her line and sent her to her own line. Yeah. The cashier told her, I could do this all night. Yeah. Well, she did it all night to the tune of 26 transactions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you could only do, I think, like two per transaction. Right. So you, right. you know what I mean? And she ran it back. She, let she ran, it, ran back. it back for 26 transactions. Yes. That's love. That's love. It's unheard of. I that told her. Unheard of. You, <laughs> you must have been on the genre. I don't know which giant he was at. But Eastern giant. Road. Eastern Road Giant. Okay. Let's shout it out. <laughs> shout it out. We're not plugging this either, but I'm right. just giving it my point. But we giving it, we keeping it real. We keeping it funky on this thing. You know what I mean? We keeping it honest, man. Where else we at, man? Like we was in the coupon world. Is we is we in the fast food world? I I seen you had a bad batch in the fast food, man. I had a. They was watching my car. They was watching my diet. It, they skipped me. They, we went to an inbounds. Taco Bell today, they skimped me. You know, you what went mean? to the Taco Bell in the city, and that's in I the mean, hood. Going to Taco Bell before midnight is already like mm. for me, it's already out of bounds for me because mm. Taco Bell is the after midnight. We smoked a lot of L's. Right. Let's get eclectic on the fast food tip. Like right. it's, when they was pumping, when Taco Bell commercials was the fourth meal, I was true to that because it right. was the fourth meal. It was no way. I was seeing Taco Bell with the sun out. <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. But I, I didn't like what I saw from your Taco Bell. We had a Taco Bell on campus, man. It was, I gained a lot of weight from that one joint. They <laughs> shut that joint down. It didn't last, man. But that joint was crucial. Then um, I went to Sardi's on City Ave. You been there before? Jump into it. I don't I never even heard of it. I think it's called Sardis. Sardis is the Peruvian. They mm. do Peruvian charcoal. Peruvians tried to do me in. <laughs> they do the Peruvian charcoal rotisserie chicken. Wow. And they got chicken fried rice and chicken salad. They chicken game is strong. I think they based out of Maryland. Wow. So, but they so up Peruvian. here. Peruvian charcoal grilled rotisserie from chicken. Maryland. That's exotic as fuck. I mean, they started in Maryland, but this this a Philly unit, like an affiliate edition. But I think they based out. They got their own sauces. They got a little white sauce. They got a rojo sauce. They got a verde sauce. They got flavors, and they they got pork. They got pork selection too. I don't know how kosher their situation is. Why would it ever be kosher? If you that's what I'm saying. You serve pork. I'm saying, like, you can have pork and not cook your pork on your chicken grill and shit mm. like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're doing that, though. We they got might health be, inspector ease or deck right now. They might be using lard in their chicken fried rice. Wow. That's how I'm feeling about that. Wow. But the chicken was good as shit, though. I will say and that. where's this spot at? It's a city line ad, but, um right where the Starbucks Show is. Show the and main the, line. For the intersect, the Taco Bell. Wow. Well, the Taco Bell, they moved that joint, but where the Taco Bell used to be, mm-hmm. I'm saying it's where the it's where the Bank of America, the Boston Market, Starbucks is. That's so mainline Philly. We so Sardis, City Ave. Sardis is City Ave, mainline Philly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not not far from the famous Larry's Cheese Steaks. Yeah, not far. It's a little far, but not far. Known for the implement, the infamous soundbite, Kobe. 
She wasn't with you shooting in the she gym. She wasn't with you shooting in the gym, bro. Oh. She yeah, wasn't with you shooting in the gym. Yeah. He like he had denied up like they right. know more for that soundbite than their cheesesteak, but that's another that's man, that's, that's the home of the belly story. filler pause. Don't disrespect, man. Yo, I had multiple belly fillers from Larry's cheesesteaks with you. I never I never respected them over the Maxis. The Maxis. Let's just run down for Ian with East with fast food culture extended. We doing it right now. I need you to run down. We gotta give them our list of, of top, top five. Che- yes, top five that are alive that we've spots. sat and dined in together that we know for sure is top five. Well, I mean, you know, it's Delisandro's is dropped off. We know it's a drop off at Delisandro's, but for beef cheesesteaks, it's Delisandro's. Number two. But wait, Delisandro's only dropped off because the demand is so high. The demand is so high. And back in the quality. You used yeah. exactly. You and used the price to, point is off now, too. Like, the price point is higher. But it's more like a souvenir now. It's a tourist destination. It's a tourist spot now. And we don't put so many people on that spot, man. Right. I remember we was going there. It was still $8.50 for the platter, for the for the. <laughs> When we first started being able to drink beer, right, it was like eight dollars for eight, a nine dollars in it a was beer like eight for yeah for a Stella and a steak. It was like eight or nine dollars. That that's legendary because this now is like nine dollars just for a steak. But the steak was so gourmet. We got the eight American and Provolone Classic. You know what I mean? I mean a two thousand and eight D'Alessandro steak. A two thousand and nine. 10 D'Alessandro steak is nowhere near what it is in 2018. So I can't go back like it's that. It's the equivalent of you but going down to the Italian market. It's getting to that point and you going to Gino's. <laughs> right. Like, right. It's getting there. Saying? It's getting closer to there. It's too much then, of a demand and they trying to stick to the old way. But the old recipe had a lot of marination on that grill and quality customers who would really sit and wait and grab the beer just to wait. You know what I'm saying? The... um. The the John's roast pork cheese steak is fire, man. John roast pork is crucial. That's down in the uh, the Riverport section of the city, front and Snyder. Yup. But you, the thing, you got to get down there early, man. You can't. They yeah. so vicious. They might be my one B John too. They, yeah. but they not. They don't have a kosher girl. They got the roast pork. They definitely got. Out. I mean, it's not kosher, but they. Oh, my man, about to. Ooh. We watching the undercard of the Danny Garcia Kawanaki versus Martin. It's the tenth round, thirty seconds. The Prince man. is out of it. He yeah. out on his feet. Yeah. Out on his feet. But you know yeah, the, uh, another. I just saw some Steve's Prince's steak slander. Where do Steve's? Where do Steve's fall in line for? Nah, you? I, that's your joint. You always try to sell me on Steve's. I've never because to this I, day I, be, ever had it. Uh, never Steve's, had one unless you brought it for me. Because niggas don't like the uh, medallions, the steak medallions. They don't really. Wow, but that's a good look. But that's it is a good look. It. And they tender cuts. It's not like they wow, tough neither. doing it. Are but I to... just saw somebody slandering it. And it's not like a Geno's. A Geno's is, is not chopped up, shaved ribeye. Right. Steve's steaks is they medallions. So, but John's roast. Let's talk about let's get in, let's get the distinct the distinct things of a John Rose. John's Rose pork is using a super high quality cut of meat, and they treating it like a poppy store. And in addition to their meat, they give you the type of roll they give you. Oh, they give true you, Italian. Yeah, seasoning. they giving you the thermos seeded roll. Yes, and the thermos seeded roll is also another acquired thing that niggas don't fuck with. Right, like a lot of niggas don't fuck. And then um, that's why um, that's why uh, for the for the low low for the uh. 
for the gourmet cheesesteak motherfuckers, Cleavers downtown, mm, that's my shit. Because Cleavers give you, they give you a, a, a okay cut, they give you a nice cut of, of ribeye. Mm-hmm. It's chopped, it's not Delos Sandro's chopped up, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not Gino's chopped up. It's like right. in between, it's a nice chop. Right. It's better than Max's chop. Right. And it's a better quality meat to me. Yeah. And they give you the option of seated so, or unseated rolls. So cheesesteak cheese Mount Rushmore, I seen you, you did it. You threw it in. You threw it in. When you say Maxie's, if a, if you a young boy growing up in Philly and you got your L's by 16. Not Maxie's, Max's. Oh, excuse but, me. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm thinking about the one on our on Temple campus back. Listen, if Maxie's on Erie Avenue, you know what Max's, I'm talking about. Maxie's, right. If you a young boy coming up, you got your L's in Philly, it's a rite of passage. For you to take your first late night cruise out with your niggas or your youngins or your young John. And you got to stand in line, stand along that bulletproof wall, that <laughs> bulletproof glass with with 30 other people yelling out fried onions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Maxes, the Ishka Bibbles, they, they in the Mount same. Rushmore. They, they out there. I mean, the top four for me, I mean... It's you it. said Cleavers. How long has Cleavers been out? Cleavers ain't been out that long, and so that's they, why that's they why they gotta t- go hard. That's what I'm saying. So that's why they, they gotta be giving you a good steak because they trying to build that buzz. Are they, they in your top five though? They're in your top five. They in my top five right oh, now because yeah. I keep my shit current. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm grandfathering Delisandros as the one because they got longevity. In right. There. They had a good run, so it's like. I'm fading away from Delisandros, but I'm giving them that respect. Niggas have told me that Paganos is still in their top five, dog. And that shit makes me mad. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody, any, because they don't know that Paganos held it down after Simons closed up on Stanton in uh, Washington Lane. You know what I'm saying? But Paganos, since back in the day, hasn't been the Paganos ever again. Mm -mm. No. So, like, you. If you from uptown, you know you know what I'm talking about. Like the the old school Paganos on Ogon Sav was what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like they had uptown in a frenzy on Friday and Saturday nights and all week for them cheese things. Joe's is okay, but I had a Joe's from the Frankfurt and Gerard on the late night, John, yeah. and it wasn't it. So, I mean, I can't really give Joe's no love if after you, that. When they was Chink Steaks, mm. you know what I'm saying? When they had the problematic name, I think they was making better steaks. Mm. But they went off, they went away from that name, kept it a little bit more formal. So the Chinks, Chinks was up in the Northeast. Yeah. And so that's Joe's on Frank, uh, Frankfurt and Gerard now. Yeah, they it's they're still in the northeast and it's at Frankfurt. It's two locations. You saying that's the name, man? It's Joe's. Yeah, it's not Chinks. Mm. Joe's Chinks became Joe's. Okay, so this cheese in Philly, man, you gotta know your cheesesteak culture. Definitely, it's important. You gotta know your cheesesteak culture. Like, and we not we not even going to jump into the bodega. We going we might jump into the criteria for a quality bodega Chinese store cheesesteak and what to look for in that. But we're gonna keep it. I gotta figure out this nigga's Mount Rushmore because I also y'all I also want to know y'all Mount Rushmore of Philly cheesesteaks. You know what I mean? So the I mean I've heard of poppy stores that's marinating their chicken and they're giving you first of all let me throw out the best chicken cheesesteak of course is Ishka Bibbles. Funny name, serious steaks. Let's get it. 
You know what I'm saying? And I gotta mention gems too. Like South Street cheesesteaks <laughs> is all right, yo. So South Street is giving you South for a tourist destination. They're giving you quality. The, in terms of tourist traps, South Street fits the bill of okay. giving you quality tourist traps because Lorenzo's mm-hmm. is a quality slice, yeah. regardless of the price point. But for a Philly nigga, I've always seen my I, I get my arguments from my New York people and and. They 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 talk shit about Lorenzo's. That's fine, but per capita, I'm with you. Lorenzo's because is because a Lorenzo slice is better than them DC slices, and they and it's half the price. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's not New York pizza. So I mean, I'm not comparing it to New York pizza, but for a three dollar, three fifty slice, we whatever that shit Philly is. Pizza. Yeah, I'm saying right. I don't know of a a really a better like. The crazy thing, it's another spot. It's another Lorenzo. That's the Lorenzo's on 3rd and South. The other Lorenzo on 18th and South, no affiliation. They have big slices, too, mm. that are randomly good, but at the other end of the spectrum from the MSN. How late do they stay open, though? They stay That's... open for, they stay open regular, you know, in and out uh, food spot, you know, 11 o'clock. 11, 12 o'clock. But Lorenzo's, how how late are you getting that slice? You getting a Lorenzo slice into 3 in the morning at least. I was thinking that. So you getting a Jim's cheesesteak. You getting a Jim's cheesesteak. So you got your late night cheesesteak culture. So late night cheesesteaks, you got it. If you're tourist in Philly, if you're a tourist in Philly, your late night cheesesteak options are Pats and Geno's and Jim's if you're downtown. Right, and it's definitely Pats overall. I mean, because gyms don't stay open that late. Like, Pats is it. For On the weekends, gym stays open till how long? Maybe two. Yeah, so then Geno's and Pats is open till? From, but from two to whenever a reliable cheesesteak spot open again. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But Pats is all right. If it, if it comes down to night. Pats and Geno's, if it... Pats and Geno's is like Yankees, Boston. You don't really fuck with either one of them teams. Right. But if you had to choose one, you gotta choose Pats. You know, so what I'm you won't choose. So Pats will be the Yankees. I mean, this depends on whatever your preference is out of that. I like, like out Pats. of that rivalry. I like Pats too, but I don't really like the Yankees. I, I, but I don't, I don't like the Red Sox no more neither. I used to. It used to be the Red Sox didn't have chips. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the Red Sox was the team to root for in the Yankees Red Sox rivalry. But then the Red Sox won a lot. We going off on a tangent. But fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But the Red Sox won chips and the fans got snobby. So it was like, damn, I'm kind of cool on both of these. But you know what I'm saying? I'm still not fucking with the Yankees. And the Yankees is pets to me. It's just whatever side you fall on. It's UNC Duke. You might be a UNC guy. I'm a Duke guy. I'm a UNC. I'm both, though. But but that's what I'm saying. So so whatever you want. It's your preference, but... It's like that yin and yang type of thing with Pats and Geno's, and Pats is definitely superior to Geno's. Mm-hmm. That's where I can give Pats they crown. But as far as the Rushmore, it's tough. Right. So more fast food culture. I saw on the humbug, and I like I told you, I didn't know if it was a real thing, but I saw Pizza Hut was giving us the four dollar medium, four dollar medium, the four dollar medium pan. It's not too many people beating that. I mean, I dipped in on the Pizza Hut today. They had the 35% off coupon bubbling for me in the inbox. And it's been right. a minute. So right. I dove in 35% off. The dinner box was real out there. Right. But 
the four dollar medium is game changing. Like that's something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. And you need to I mean partake, enjoy, indulge. Yeah, so for all you all you listeners who have given up on Papa John's and you still need your favorite corporate takeout pizza takeout spot. You know what I'm saying? Pizza Hut is here and available for us. Little Caesar has an app for us. I still ain't get the Little Caesars app. I'm slacking, and I didn't check out Meek's Treats yet, neither. Meek's Treats, we got to get out of play. Right. We got to get out of play. You know what I'm saying? Meek's Treats. um, Garcia versus Porter coming up. (laughs) You you live. You live. You live. You laugh because nah, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for the outcome of this fight. I wasn't planning on being here, like, to even be able to see this fight. But man, that shit not making this cast. So we can talk. We made our predictions. We, we made our predictions. It's a beautiful thing, man. Music is a beautiful thing. All right. Music is a beautiful thing. Man. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, baby. It's a beautiful thing. Let me tell you something about music. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's do it. Sometimes I wish I took a simpler route Instead of having demons that's as big as my house mm-hmm. Have a ball with it dribble and bounce Cause a party ain't over till they kicking me out yeah. Isn't it funny we can make a lot of money Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly yeah. I was yay high and muddy Looking for what was looking for me But I don't need to lie no more 
Nowadays all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind yeah. She don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high cause an angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more I know I take it if it's mine, now stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more I know what's behind that door Okay, they ask me what I'm smiling for yeah. Because I never felt this high before it's like I've never been alive before yeah. I'd rather have me peace of mind than war You see me and you, we ain't that different I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging Takes time to finish, mind my business A life ain't a life till you live it I was digging me a hole, big enough to bury my soul Weight of the world, I gotta carry my own, my own In a hurry, even when it's 7:30 and the time is running low. When your heart get cold, see what's behind all them unturned stones. And I'm a pro when it come to my job, but really I'm just trying to start believing in God. Yeah. Now when it gets hard, I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm, because I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind. Yeah. She don't cry no more. She tell me that I get her high, cause the angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. I know I take it if it's mine, now I'm staying inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Okay, I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath, and ease my mind. And she don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high Cause her angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door Hey, we back, man. We took a brief intermission to catch this Garcia versus Porter fight. Garcia took a unanimous decision L to Sean Porter. Sean Porter will be fighting Errol Spence in the unification title belt, I guess, sometime next year. I'm salty right now. I'm also Wyo, the king, one half of the late bloomers. It's OGE, and I'm looking at the, our our comeback is similar to this unification. I'm seeing on his feet. Drake brought out Meek. Oh yes, get into the exclusives. Scorpion Let's get it. Yo, we gotta check the tapes, man. I feel like I'm two for two this week on predictions. We gotta watch the throne two coming, and we might have some new Drake and Meek collab. Finally, cause low key, the game needs this. The game needs this, and low key before the beef, Rico was Meek's hardest track. 
on that album. It had the most streams. Yeah. Obviously, it was a Drake collaboration. Right. So that's not far-fetched. Denny Garcia brought the crowd out the night of the Barclays. Another big bag for the DS, the Danny Swift team. We in Frankfurt, not far from the Badlands. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Danny Garcia regardless. 34-2. and two. It's all good. We catch you on the bounce back, baby. I need to see this. I need to see footage. I need to see this Meek footage on the Scorpion tour. Is Drake in Philly tonight? No, Drake in Philly next. This is coming up week. So I didn't see Meek at this joint. I was wondering why. Danny Garcia came out to Meek. So I didn't see Meek because Drake was bringing him out. Yeah, because Drake was bringing him out, dog. That's crazy. It's also good, man. Which lets me further know. This Cardi Nicki shit is real, and niggas want no parts, so they about to have to they about to have to really see something about it. You know what I mean? This was in Boston. Oh, Beantown. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm done for the night. I'm tight. You know what I mean? I hate to see Danny Garcia lose. That's it, man. We're gonna get into this power finale and come back <laughs> with some more. Uh... Yo, speaking of speaking of uh, the power finale, man, I've been deep in the Ozarks. Yeah, how you feel about it, man? Yeah, you see my tweet. The Jimenez cartel is, is way less than the Navarro cartel. Yeah, the Navarro cartel go hard. The Navarro cartel is a real cartel. I don't it's know why the cartels is going on power. They look like they look like Fisher Price. My first cartel situations, right? Oh, we got to talk about this. Man. Every time the Navarro gets into the mix, like, they've been working with niggas for 10 years, and you would have thought they only knew them niggas for two days the way they treat them. Like, we got a Netflix and chill section real quick. Well, this is, this is for the Netflix and chill. You know Ozark is heavy. I mean, I knew that the season was going to be a little stagnant on the front. Nah, they all the way in now, though. Yeah, but I mean, I knew that the casino shit wasn't going to be an instant win. It wasn't going to be instantly up and running, so. Did you know they was, did you, did you peep? So you seen, what episode was it where the old head was ready to off his wife? Uh, was that had the farm? Yeah. And she already had him figured out. She poisoned him in the coffee, in the tea in the morning. Damn, I I don't I didn't finish the season. So oh, man, I think that's episode <laughs> nine. Damn, it's a spoiler alert. You gotta chill. I, mean, I gotta chill. It is what it is. It is what man. it is. So where you at? What episode? I'm probably on episode eight. Oh, you about to see it, right? So I mean, it is what it is. If you ain't watch Ozark, it's too late now for us to talk. <laughs> But he already spilled. He I didn't he's say who. I said the old head. He skipped episodes one through eight and went straight into it. Let's talk about episode nine of Ozark situation. But it's all good, man. What else you watching on Netflix, man? Give it up to us. I'm not really watching anything. Nothing else on, on Netflix, Netflix but what else you watching? When what else you watching? We got insecure I watch coming snowfall. out. I watch the snowfall. So where you at on snowfall? Because I, I tapped out of snowfall. What's snowfall, going on snowfall is good money, man. What's going on in snowfall? What episodes you on in snowfall? I'm, I'm up to date. Whatever episode was the last episode that was on air. 
That shit gotta be you yawning on that shit. So it's gotta be. That's where that's I'm where I was with from, Snowfall. I'm yawning from being tired. Snowfall is live, man. If you don't know, Snowfall is apparently it's supposed to be the recap of the real freeway Ricky Ross's backdrop of how he became the notorious kingpin that was plugged by the U.S. government. Apparently, you know what I'm saying. But no residuals. For Freeway Ricky Ross on this one. I'm salty Danny Garcia lost. I just got to throw that out there. Like, Told that's you. A, that's an L for that's Philly. That's an L for the Philly-Brooklyn connection. You know, but like I said, he stood in the middle of the ring the whole night like a true champion. He didn't get flustered for real, but you know. I mean, this is karma because the one one time he definitely lost the fight. And he won against Peterson. Yeah, they gave him that, John. It was Puerto him Rico, him. right? That was the Puerto Rico special. It the might annexation of Puerto Rico. It could have been. You know what? The one I know, the one that might have happened more than one time because he got a lot of. Because uh, <laughs> he won the ball Peterson in the Barclays, and apparently that's his man. This one on you. He, he apparently that was his man, but Peterson was piecing him up, and they gave Garcia the champions not because he was still undefeated at the time. But as of now, he's thirty four and two, and you know we'll see. We'll see, man. The Eagles opened up. That's what we didn't talk about yet. We, we catching, had to talk about it. I already told niggas we, that they was going to win. We, like. we catching up. We catching people up. We had as Super Bowl champion city defending champs this year. You get that we opened up NFL week. It was a close game against the Dirty Birds of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? That but the, e- the Eagles, it didn't look like they was corny. Yes, it did. It was a close game. And it looked like they was corny. Well, this is a true Eagles fan talking, but like it was a close game. I think the score was the score 15 13 final score. 18 to 12. 18 to 12 final score. Eagles came out victorious. I felt like they needed that. I felt like they needed to open up the season. Or 16 to 12. I think it might have been 16. It was low score. So, um,. Yeah, I'm not really, you know, I ain't got nothing for the football shit, man. I'm not really into it, but that was a big game. I was tapped in. I actually listened to it on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Any any thoughts on the football game from this week? Uh, the Eagles won, nigga, and that's the bottom line. You know what I mean? Like, Matt Ryan is ass. He on my fantasy. Speaking of fantasy football, prayers to all my Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell owners. Like, cause that nigga is not playing this season. It don't look like he might not be playing till weeks in. Mm-hmm. So prayers out to y'all fantasy teams if you drafted Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. top five and didn't pick up James Conner. Anything else on the NFL? The NFL is just we already discussed it last week. I'm mm-hmm. good. Okay, so moving forward, moving right along, we had a mellow sighting. We've been having mellow sightings the past couple of weeks. It's no longer hoodie mellow. It's back to regular mellow. How? Why? Got seen him on the beach in a hoodie. But he wasn't. He's not balling in a hoodie. Last summer, the whole thing was he was on top of that. I seen James Harden saying, "Damn, even on the beach, you hoodie mellow." Yeah. And mellow commented and said, "Chill, chill. That's not for me and you. Chill. Talk about. I think this brother's got to turn back. (laughs) I think this brother's (laughs) got to (laughs) turn back." 
Mello been doing this thing. Every a lot of people are excited about what Mello's doing, you know, and then hopefully the Rockets can pull another uh, you know, conference finals run. How you feel about the Clay Thompson to LA rumors already? I don't like Free it. Preseason. I don't like it. I don't want him to entertain it. There's no need for him to entertain it. Why not? You balling with you balling with KD and Steph. You got what is it? Three chips. Mm-hmm. Nigga. So why would you interrupt that to maybe get a chip? To maybe because you know what I'm saying? Because all they're gonna do is give KD more shots, give Steph Curry more shots, like. The Warriors without Klay Thompson. Page up hot play by LA? Yeah, that don't mean nothing, though. Right, I'm right your own. You know what I'm saying? I'm right your own. I don't believe, you know, he. I feel like he got his own destiny. He already started. How many chips does this pop at? Don't matter. It do matter because he got his own lifestyle. So, like, if you got a championship lifestyle, like, your pop didn't have a championship lifestyle. How many do his pop have? I don't think his pop has any chips. He might have one or two. When did his pop get drafted? I feel like he played 84? in the 84? I think he got drafted in, what? what's his pop's name? Uh, uh, Michael Thompson. Yeah, I think he might have played in 84. Let's look him up. Meanwhile. He was number one overall, so yeah. You're saying he was our body. Obviously, he was nah, our body. I'm not body. saying he was our body, but I'm saying he was, the, the, the Lakers won five chips in the 80s. So <laughs> he was drafted in the 80s. I'm sure he caught some wreck. I hear you. So, Clay Thompson. Is Clay Thompson is getting scouted and recruited by the Lake Show. Michael Thompson is his pop. The NBA pedigree is there. Why is LeBron like? Why is LeBron? Everybody puts it on LeBron. It's it's not LeBron. They're just trying to build a team. Yeah, like his pop, Michael George Thompson. He's behaving. They're from the Bahamas. Okay, so look, he's won two championships with the Lakers. Bang, bang. I'm right on the money with that. I don't know how I know that. I think I had this nigga's uh, card when I was a young boy, but. I swear you just said he ain't won. I said, he, I, don't know, I said, I don't know if he won any chips. He's won, his son won three. I said he's right. won one or two. Oh, okay. All we got to do is hit rewind on this. It's not even necessary. Yeah, but you was right. He won the two chips with the Lakers during their Showtime era. You know what I'm saying? Uh... Play for the Blazers, just he played. Man, he doesn't know his son can play for one team. Man, Mike Thompson played for three teams. He wasn't just Lakers uh, only. He was Spurs, Blazers, and Lakers. Right. So I feel like the Lakers pedigree is not really there, but it is there because he got the championship there. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? I do want to see Melo. I want to see Melo and them go for the chip this year. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and make a bold prediction. I'm gonna do Rockets in the finals. Mm. I'm gonna do Rockets Boston. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Rockets Boston in the finals. You know what I'm saying? All right. Chris Paul Chris Paul doesn't get injured. They're in the finals. Yeah, that was last year. Though. Yeah, so we I'm gonna give them that oomph into this year. Because I didn't expect him to be that hard body on the right. He was the determining factor on whether the Rockets was really going to go forward in the playoffs. So that means the addition to Chris Paul was really a real one. You know what I'm saying? 
Nobody is denying that, though. Did you expect it to be such a real trend, such as like because Blake Griffin to the Pistons is not a real, is not as real of, of an equation. Never expected much from that. Mm. Listen, it's been a good episode. Just a couple things we wanted to talk about. Really was emergency episode, the RIP episode for the kid Mac Miller. You know, we did that. Uh, we had a moment of silence for him. We're going to um, play all the track that I did with him along with Asad. We're going to wrap this episode up. Episode four, we want to keep it short for y'all. You know what I mean? We got a lot We got a lot in store for y'all. We are happy to be halfway through our first season of the Late Bloomers, episode four. Rest in peace, Larry Fisherman. R.I.P. Mac Miller, man, going too soon, but never forgotten. Never, ever forgotten. Why you the king? Write your own. OGEs at eating with ease. I got some food specials coming up for y'all. Let's go. Let's go. At the lead bloomer, subscribe on Apple. Subscribe on all social media at T-H-A, lead bloomers. And we out. Then I had a premonition, final destination 10, now I'm fucking tripping, give me a second to wait, too soon to fucking kiss her, then all I hear is rape, <laughs> Robin Gibbons, that's like trying to seduce her, seduce her, looking in her eyes, she got me hard, she's Medusa, the devil wears Versace, the band couldn't be neuter, I had to cut her off, she left me feeling like I'm neuter, ah, is this bitch said? She said she couldn't swallow her pride, but I ain't, I ain't let it wallow my stride. Just having thick skin could leave you hollow inside. Follow the leader side, clocks in the land of the blind. And the blink of the eye, it made sense. Claire's day, just listen closer, can the spirits talking here say. So step away with your bullshit ways. Motherfucker, this ain't back in the days, but you don't hear me though. <coughs> <coughs> Oh, me next, I've come to get a beat breath Gonna keep talking cause there ain't no fucking weed left I'll be on the edge of my seat Trying to free text from whole shit Vicky trying to tell the kid a secret Three days passed, I ain't even been to sleep yet Gasoline running through my veins Trying to speed, yes, turn left Always know my way, GPS From east, west, north, south Bitches like a whole house Brand new outfit, I'ma sport out Hold on, sorry folks, I'm just talking my shit Old socks and some new kicks Feeling like the ninth grade when all the bitches grew tits, new shit Get a good steak up at Fruit Chris Celebrate Christmas and I'm Jewish Doofus, who's this? Younger with a million YouTube hits I be on my spitting rap, lifting cat bullshit So you can come around, I'ma see you in a minute Up in Philly, had to throw a little Pittsburgh in it Yeah, bitches. uh, it go Worthless earth, no thirst to quench it And he that is last is the first repentant Fatherless son to a cursed existence I put all that I have into a verse a sentence. The lyrics never lie, they console me to sleep. If the fear of my past take control and I'm weak, 
prison of the soul Why angel had wings Cause the Lord hear the cry when the cave bird sings I be on a rocket out of space, y'all ming Blowing on that good, on that green, y'all mean I roll it and I twist it and I steam my lean On the shoulders of legends The flow rose gold gift wrapped with a presence Six saw black magazine feel the essence Niggas need to recognize instead of neglect it They should accept it Listen to this dope shit, need to inject it Wordplay lyrical, spit with inflection Whatever niggas perception, I come to give them direction Past the mic interception, I'm gone